All right, welcome back to Generations of Hunt podcast. I'm here, Joe, your host, with it's Matt. Matt. <laughs> What's up, man? I don't, know if you've, I don't know if you've opened like that before, but no. Today we're I'm on my phone. Yeah, with 2022 gas prices, yeah. we got to limit how how far we're driving these days. Yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> been pinching pennies right now. I just got back from vacation <clears throat> and about to go out to Wyoming to hunt, and gas prices are outrageous. So <laughs> me and Matt are gonna do our best to use technology to stay in contact. <laughs> but, yeah. No, well, we won't be able to talk while you're out of Wyoming. Don't yeah. you have like zero cell service? No, the whole time? you're basically in the. You have to. Have, all I can do is use my Garmin in reach and text people, and it it'll take like thirty minutes to text people too. Like can for, you text phone numbers or not phone numbers? Can you text pictures while you're out nope, there? Nope, I can't text picture. Just uh-huh. word checks. Uh, I think it's limited to like two hundred fifty characters too. <laughs> so it's like you can't, oh. you can't. I mean, you can like type them and then keep going and keep sending them but it'll like i don't know the other uh the garmin inreaches are pretty cool um but Was I, that like early 2000s technology no. like you remember sending text messages and they would come in pages dude last year when i went out to wyoming i forgot i didn't know there was an app that you can download on your download on your phone so you had on the garmin inreach you literally had to type it out like the three letter thing like hit a a you know a b c and then space and then you know to type out a word it would take me like yeah. you know how bad a speller i am now dude it took there's <laughs> no auto there, trying to decipher those text messages oh yeah i was basically <laughs> was texting my wife saying i'm okay i'm having fun I'm, i miss you that's about it that's all i could do like and it would take me like five minutes to type out my miss you but but uh yeah your wife probably wasn't too thrilled no man i guess there's another one called zolio and that one seems like to have a lot uh faster response you know texting and all that but i already bought the garmin and i really couldn't afford like dude if we could like do a topic of this podcast it would be how much of a penny pincher i've been about like all my gear i was like last year i went i went balls to the wall i went new well, we still have to do a gear episode. We're supposed I, to do that. I know, I know. I know. I'm not gonna do it on this one, but I'm just saying, like, no. like last year, I was like buying new mineral wool or mineral, uh, uh, merino wool, and um, you know, buying knives and buying Garmin inreaches, and this year, I just with the new job and everything, and you know, the baby and all that. I just been, dude. I was like, dude, I don't really need nothing new. I mean, I bought a. All I did was bought a a new gun, and that's been a nightmare to, for anybody. Yeah, else. I'm. So I last year I did the same thing with hunting. I bought a new jacket, new pants, a new tree stand. I mean, I bought. I spent a lot more. I bought a new pair of boots last year. Yeah. Yeah. So I bought I, this year. The only thing I really think I have to get is I'd like to get a little bit better. Uh, underlayments and then I might buy a new shotgun especially because uh, our friends over there at uh, 810 talked about taking us uh, waterfowl hunting I don't, I don't know if I'll get a waterfowl gun but I could use a good new shotgun the one I've got you know she's reliable but she's old and yeah. I don't I didn't take very good care of her but you know she's just heavy to carry around the rabbit woods and chasing a beagle around with a heavy gun is not the most fun yeah no um yeah i I, yeah plus any excuse i can get to buy a new gun i'll take right i mean but other than that like i like talked my well i like i literally couldn't afford to do it outside of like like actually budgeting was really difficult i i would say for me because i usually like i like the latest and greatest and i was like oh i really want the new gopro and all this you know for all these cool shots and i was like dude i I just can't swing it. And uh, so, like, I it really put me back in place where to go, hey, you really don't need that stuff. You just need to practice. You know, I am bringing my bow and all that. You know, I'm still using a three-year-old bow because I was like, man, I don't need a new one because I, I – fuck it. Like, I was just talking to you. Gas is like $5 a gallon. And it's <laughs> yeah. Like, it's going to be – it's going to be almost a grand probably. 
and just gas, you know. Oh, guaranteed. So I spent like 70 bucks just driving to Muskegon and back the other day. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be outrageous. So I'm really budgeting and I'm only, I'm going by myself. I'm not going with the partner or, you know, oh. so, so we can't split gas. So yeah. <clears throat> that's, I mean, that was the, the most difficult thing, I think, for this whole thing and time. Like I just, like I said, I just got back from a family vacation. We went down to Florida and all that. And like I got, yeah, back. I think middle of summer, I think it'll be a little bit easier for us to get together. Things yeah. will kind of slow down for us and everybody. Uh, I don't busy. think I have, yeah, I don't have any vacations planned right now that I know of. I should probably ask my wife before I start making these assumptions, but I don't, I don't have any crazy long vacations planned right now. And then we'll find out if we get drawn for Kansas and then that will dictate a lot of shit yeah it will that, dictate how i use the pretty much the rest of my vacation right. the rest of the year like <laughs> like and that's like i was like talking to some people at work and like they're like oh what do you what do you plan for hunting this year i was like i really don't know they like, what do you mean you like, don't know what you're gonna do i was like dude it all depends on what tags we draw i said yeah we could be just staying local or or we might be going out to ohio or something or you know me i would like to go down to ohio or something like that and or if i get drawn for kansas i'll say fuck that i'm just gonna go to kansas and do some local michigan early season and all that yeah the kansas trip dictates how i'm gonna use the rest of my vacation and then pretty much i guess if we get drawn then well we're obviously going there if we don't then we will uh I'll probably come up with a different plan. I'm sure there's going to be some sort of hunting trip in there somewhere. Yeah, uh, for sure. I would have to imagine. I mean, I I love going out of state, so I just don't know, I guess, the plan there. And then I know for future podcasts, we are going to have a couple. I mean, obviously with your Wyoming hunt, but we do have a couple of uh, real good turkey, I guess. Yeah. Uh, we got a couple guests coming on to talk about how their turkey hunt went. Um, and then obviously we'll have your turkey uh, hunt, so uh, that should be exciting, I guess. Yeah. I don't really have any updates as far as me for turkey hunt. It's not been great. No, I mean, how much left of the season do you have? Uh, till the end of May. I might wake up tomorrow morning. I've been lounging Dude, around. Dude, it's today. gonna be hot as Hades tomorrow. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I got a golf tight tee time set for like ten o'clock, but uh, I might go out in the morning and try to uh, shoot one. But I'll tell you standards are getting low all right any jake comes out in front of you (laughs) jake comes out in front of me he might have a bad day i'll tell you what uh standards are it's it hasn't been because of lack of effort it's just uh i would say a combination of bad luck and then uh just dumb you know doing dumb things it's hunting yeah yeah uh yeah i don't yeah if you followed before or listened before you probably have been wondering where we've been at for the last it's been like three weeks since we put an episode out so yeah it was right before turkey season yeah so i do apologize about that but you know um you know shit happens man me and matt got yeah fun. we got we got lives and all that i mean i appreciate you guys listening and reaching out and asking where you guys are at but sometimes it <laughs> It does not work out, but, uh, you know, we're going to try and do our best and keep on rolling, you know. I mean, I, yeah. I, right now, I would I would say we're in the lull of hunting right now. I mean, I you know, me and you think about it all the time, but I, I think, yeah. like, we got our diehards and all that listening, that still listen and, and all that, but, like, a lot of the audience are just tuned out. Now turkey season kind of died off. This is, like, the... You know, there's some people on mushroom hunt, but I think fishing's picking up a lot more for people. So like bucks and all that bucks are on like a lot of, not on a lot of people's mind right now. So no, and I mean, the other thing is, is you're not driving around seeing antlers, you know, there's, they're just now starting to grow them back, but I don't know. I mean, I agree. It's definitely the lull. I think for, for the, the podcast, I mean, yeah. We're going to try to line up some guests to talk about their hunting season and get some of their uh, stories about some of the bucks they chase. Um, I think at least that's the plan. And then we have a couple other ideas to try and get through. 
I would say what June, about June, July, August, yeah, when you I, get into food plots, antlers really starting to grow we, on. We, people really start to get the itch again. We have a food plot guy lined up too, so I mean, it probably won't. It'd probably be too late for spring plots, but it's been so rainy, it might be perfect. But probably like he'll probably talk about the you know falls and all that. But I mean, we do have people lined up, but it's just like right now, it's just like kind of. Like, I, I mean, yeah, I would love to put, everybody loves a good buck story, but some people are just like, yeah, well, I, you know, I'm okay. That was cool. And then they die off, you know what I mean? But you know, when, yeah. people, when people start seeing that velvet and antler and getting that itch, I think that's when the, them cool stories will be really relatable. Oh, yeah. I don't want to waste a good person's episode and all that on something. I mean, I wish I had more product or product, uh, you know, people I knew like from, archery guys and all that and get them on here and just talk about the off season like a lot of 3d seasons going on but I don't, yeah you know talk about some projects but i i just don't have them connections yet and hopefully uh, one day we'll get there well one day we're trying and all that yeah we got nothing but time and opportunity we do have t-shirts now though i yeah. don't know how many we have left uh, i yeah i'll be honest i did a terrible job selling the t-shirts yeah we have a couple t-shirts if you guys want some um, we should put those on the website, though. Yeah, I, I didn't want to put them on the website yet because, like, I don't want people to start reaching out and then I'm gone in Wyoming for a week and they, like, message me and go, what the fuck, why is no one responding? So, yeah, that is a pretty valid point because you have all the T-shirts, so yeah. I can respond to all the messages, but I'm not going to be very useful at getting, yeah. <laughs> getting the T-shirts out. So, yeah, yeah I guess that's a pretty valid point. So, but, I mean, if you want one, you can reach out to me. I can reserve one, then we can meet up or... Uh, I can ship them out or something like that. We can work something out. I will say this time of year, this is going in a completely different direction, but this time of year is a fun time to uh, be out in the woods, especially with your kids. Uh, you've got kids because fawns are just being born. Uh, and fawns are really always, I, I always love just walking up on a fawn, not like purposely, um, but you're walking through the woods because they don't ever move, but uh, they're neat animals to watch. I just, a warning don't please don't mess with fawns if you find them in the woods you know snap a picture you know look at them enjoy what they are and then you know with your kids like i haven't done it with easton but if easton walked up on a fawn he'd, he'd flip out he would love every second of that but you know uh i just it's a great time to be on the woods everything's growing back you know you get a little bit of energy because of that and then you get to get eaten by mosquitoes also so that's a fun time yeah fucking um Brett Postal just posted a picture or video on his stories of a fawn already dropped and all that. And it looked pretty decently big, but... Yeah, you're starting to see more and more of them. Um, I haven't run into one yet. Um, but I would say, uh, depending on where I hunt tomorrow, there's a decent chance maybe I'll run into one. Um, but I've only run into a couple of fawns here or there, and they generally... Who was I with? I was with Mike last year. Did we, I think by the time we ran one over on accident. So this is like, I don't know, it, it, the story ends well. But, like, um, Mike, the guy I went to Kansas with, we've had him on the podcast before, he owns some property in Corona. And we were taking a trailer down his, like, this two-track on his property. Well, we didn't see this fawn, but, like, we just heard this noise. And we're like, what the heck? And I looked. And there's a fawn just laying, like, right next to the trail. And you can see where, like, the trailer had, like, like, the quad had missed it. But the trailer had, like, ran over the back end of the fawn. And, it, like, obviously didn't like that. So it let out, like, a yelp. So then we got really nervous, right? Like, if this fawn is injured and it can't move, like, do we, we're not just going to let it sit here and suffer. As much as I don't want to kill a fawn, like, ultimately, like, we didn't know it was there. And so I did what most people, like, I advised not doing, and I picked the fawn up. And so the reason I picked the fawn up was because I wanted to make sure it could walk, and it wasn't moving. So I picked it up, and then, you know, we stood it back up and, like, seen if it could walk. And it, like, went a little ways and then fell down, so we got nervous. And so we kind of walked towards it again, and then it got up, and it kind of took off. So, um <clears throat> Not the best situation I've had with a fawn, but it was, uh, it ended up working out that it was fine and it kind of like took off and it went 
we went another like 20 yards and laid down. And then after that, we just kind of left. And we actually moved away from that area when we went back out. So that way the mom would come back and, you know, take it off. Yeah, dude, that's, that's the scary. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. I was super far away. Yeah, that's super scary. Like when you're like right in, in the woods and all that and not know that just when all that ferns and get, I imagine. Yeah, that's... this time of year for sure. It's uh, not something you think about often, but like definitely if you're out, especially food plot stuff, you know, just be mindful of some fawns and try not doing what we did and run them over. Like uh, we didn't really, cause we had actually walked up and down that trail a couple times earlier that day. So like it was like right off the trail. So we didn't really even think about it when we took the trailer back there um, as far as there being a fawn there because we had already walked it and never even seen it. Uh, but they blend in pretty pretty well, even though they're brown with white spots. Yeah, They blend in very well when it comes to their surroundings, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I always get nervous when I brush hog the back 40 behind my house and all that. Man, at this time, it's just really nervous when all the fawns because i mean it's perfect it's like almost like a you know just tall grass and all that yeah they love a good grass field nice tall grass field where they can just lay right down in and yeah yeah, i don't know it's uh i've never had that happen i've run into a couple other times with fawns like turkey hunting but not when i was out like trying to do food pots or anything like that so it was yeah it ended up all right but it was kind of sad at first i thought i I thought we were going to have to kill a fawn, which was going to be really sad. Uh, what the fuck is what? happening? What do you got going on over there? I don't know. Something just happened. Okay. You got her? Yeah, I got her, man. Just some, her uh, phone was acting crazy. Okay. So. It's Mark Zuckerberg trying to take over my iPhone. Yeah, he wants your podcast. Yeah, he seen Elon Musk bought Twitter, so now he wants you. Uh, he wants the podcast. Uh, if he offered me a hundred bucks right now, I would I would sell it to him. I was thinking like forty billion. That's like three That's billion close. cheaper, four billion cheaper than Twitter. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, what do you got? You got your Wyoming trip. I'm gonna try to get a turkey while you're gone. You better. Uh, it's been rough. I'll share one of my adventures. So I got this new place to hunt, and um, there's a turkey out there. First time I went out there, I had him at 40 yards, but I had my bow. So I was like, ah, you know, I don't really, I, I can't shoot that. Then I went out there another time, and he was roosted in, like, the same area. But, like, for whatever reason, he just didn't come over by me this time, which that is what it is. So then... Um, I went out there another time and I was like, well, I'll just sneak right into where they roost, but I got in late, kind of messed it up. It is what it is. Moved on to the next day. So then I went out there like a fourth time and it's the same turkey in the same area. And I see him this time on the roost, but I'm like 200 yards away. Well, he comes out and he hangs up at like a hundred yards and he just, he won't come any closer. So. At that point, I was like, all right, tomorrow I'm going to get everything set up tonight, and then tomorrow I'm going to sneak in really early, and, uh, like, as soon as he comes down, I'll be able to get him. So I get my blind all set up. I stake it down. I got everything in the blind. Like, it's, you know, I'm like, oh, this is great, you know. And uh, next morning I wake up super early, and I get out there, and I'm, I'm like excited. I'm like, oh, this is gonna work. Like, there's no way. Like, you know, it'll be fine. So I get out there and I get closer to the blinds. I'm like, man, that's dark out, but I should be able to see this blind at this point. Like, you know, it's I'm only about 30 yards away from it. And then as I get closer and get closer and get closer, I realize the blind is now gone. Like, there's no blind there, but all my stuff is there. So I was like, man, like what the heck, you know, and it looks like somebody stole my blind, because even the bag that was with the blind was gone, but everything else was there, and I was like, oh, man, like, I'm furious, I'm searching with a flashlight, I can't find it, so I pack all my stuff up, and I go to leave, and my blind, apparently, because it was a little bit windier the day before, but I thought me staking it down would be fine, but 
Apparently not, because I found my blind like 100 yards out into the field as I was walking back up. Did you snap any poles? No, it was fine. Damn. And the bag was with it. (laughs) You need to get them them auger stakes, them little ones. I thought about that. Yeah, I got some of those for my ice shanty. Um, For sure, that's probably the way to go. Uh, The other thing is I didn't – so one thing I did mess up is, you know, the ropes that you tie to the side? Mm -hmm. I didn't put those in because I thought, like, I didn't realize it would be that windy. And so I thought it would be all right, but I was was very clearly wrong. Yeah. You know, I have, like, the same – well, I don't think it's the same muddy blind as you, but I do have a a muddy blind. And it did the same thing, but not, like, 100 yards. It was, like, 20, 30 yards it rolled didn't break a pole i was like damn these things are strong as hell then i go and i pat and then i folded it up wrong and snapped a pole i was like you you gotta be, <laughs> you gotta be kidding me it rolls 20 30 yards and doesn't snap a pole but me folding it one wrong move fucking snapped it but no i snapped one this year because i was an idiot and left it out uh well, when I had my surgery, I was just like, oh, I'll just leave this blind out. And I did. And then I left it out all season, and the wind kind of messed with it. And it, uh, like, it was fine until I got too p- impatient trying to lift it, like, out of the ground because it was frozen. Because, uh, again, I'm an idiot. And snapped the pole. But I needed an excuse to buy a new one anyways. So that's what I used. Hey, I was uh, just thinking of a. Uh just things to buy in the off season. Uh, I was at Walmart today and they had, uh, they had hot hands, a bunch of black powder pellets for muzzle loaders. Um, a bunch of, um, I'm trying to think now I'm just like broadheads, veins and all that, you know, like swackers and all that in their clearance aisle. So, if anybody's looking for what stuff. What Walmart did you go to that had all that stuff? Uh, I went to the one in Canton. So there's probably not a lot of hunters in Canton. So. Man, because the one, so the one in Owasso, it's got, it, first off, it doesn't have shit for broadheads during season, let alone now. I think it's got some there, but it does have a bunch of trail cameras on clearance. Yeah. And it's like a Tacticam uh, reveal type camera. No, like the one that you're letting me borrow for turkey hunting. Tech oh, cam. the handy cam. Yeah, that's only like a hundred. I want to say like a hundred, maybe hundred and ten bucks. I at think Walmart. that's the tactic cam solo. I think that's what it is. Yeah, but they, right, yeah, right now is a great time to go to your local store and buy everything on clearance because uh-huh. they're just trying. To yeah, they're the just show. trying like farm and home. Um, they're just yeah. They got some. They got they have ice shanties right now too. I seen I seen one. I don't know how much I seen it. It was like clearance off like a hundred bucks or something. But I don't know. That's not bad. It just depends on what kind it is. It was a Esk- is it Eskimo? Is that the red ones? Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, pretty decent one, I guess. Yeah. Some some major ice fishermen gonna be like, I'm not buying that garbage. But well, I mean, ice shanties are expensive. You know, somebody like I don't know, not I hate fishing, but I'm just saying somebody that was thinking about getting into it, but it's just like pricey. You know, just a price standpoint is hard to get in there. You know what I mean? Right now is the perfect time. I know it kind of sucks to buy something and then... Why do you hate fishing? I don't know, man. I kind of ask myself that a lot. But I don't know. And, you know, my dad took me to, like, some bluegill tournaments when I was younger. Yeah. Like, I won, like... You know, they would always do these raffles to get in there. But I, I don't know, man. I just never, like, even if I'm, like, hammering fish, I'm just not enjoying it. It's just, not, I don't know, man. There's a lot of people that are judging you. Well, I, I can't I, say a lot, but everybody that listens to this is probably going to judge I, you. Everybody with the Tinder bio with, right now with a bass fish holding holding a bass fish in their profile pic is definitely laughing at me calling me a loser. I mean, I like fishing. I don't like it as much as hunting, but, like, uh, I like ice fishing better than I like fishing in the summer, though. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I just I just never really got my interest. I, I feel like, you know, I'm not I'm not a sun guy, too, so sometimes there's no shade on them lakes. Um, that really bugs me, so. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I mean, I have a boat, but I don't take it out enough to, like, I don't know. I don't take it out enough to actually just owning it, so I'm probably going to sell it. But I don't know. I like ice fishing. I love ice fishing for walleye up on the Saginaw River. 
And then uh, the last two years, I've gone out on the Saginaw Bay. Like, man, that's a good time out there. But you need a bunch of equipment to get out there. You're going to uh, not cheap, I guess. I'd love to learn how to, like, salmon fish and all that because the price of salmon's outrageous. I can't do that, but I know I have a buddy that we could that would take us up uh, for a weekend and we could go salmon fishing in, like, uh, September. Yeah. That's a that's yeah. a risky time though right there. What was that? There was something in September I had to do. Why is that risky? Like a, that's like the time where I'm trying to get everything done before fucking hunting season. You should have all that done in August. Oh, you know that that's not me. <laughs> that's why I'm sighting on a gun fucking three days before I go fucking hunting. <laughs> I love that we had that conversation before the podcast. Yeah. Dude, like I said, like I'm not, like I, I guess I, you know, I have a lot of guns and all that, but dude, I've never sighted in a gun like that. And in the way you I'm just excited. told me how to, how to do it, I'm like, damn, that makes so much more fucking sense than the way. I'm just I, glad you're you're starting to venture. You you use the gun to go turkey hunting. Yeah. Uh, you're using the gun to go out to Wyoming. Do you think that you might pull out a gun for deer season? If I can shoot some does or something again. Yeah, for okay. sure, dude. But uh, for maybe for a buck, I don't know, man. It's I, I'm not I, I'm not I'm not getting a uh, I don't know what that thing, what's three in a row a hat trick on not getting a fucking deer. So if it comes to it, if deer season, I'll pull out a rifle and shoot a buck. <laughs> at this point, I mean, there's a couple I could have shot last year. I remember on November fourteenth, the day before I went out, or. Was it November fourteenth or is it November thirteenth? I don't know. Uh, well, I'm, you went I'm, up north for opening day, didn't you? Yeah, I always go up north for, with my dad, so I always know. But this was in Corona, and uh, I was talking to my brother-in-law, and that's where he hunts. And he goes, "I go, hey man, should I sit at this this stand or this stand?" And he was like, "Ah man, I haven't really even seen nothing over there." I was like, "Man, that's where I was to sit, man." All right, you talked me out of it, and this was still bow season. And then I shit you not, the deer that he shot, I it's I I'm like ninety nine percent sure that was the deer he shot on opening day. I see go by my stand at ten yards. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. So and then well, and, uh, people listening don't I guess understand like what he says. The deer his is your brother in law, right? Yeah, it's the one that he shot this year. Yeah. This is not a little. This is a hundred and thirty, hundred and forty inch typical ten point. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. a big deer. <laughs> I was like, "You gotta be kidding me!" And then you know what? He sits. He sits in that the exact stand I was in on opening day of gun and shoots it. And at the <laughs> same, the right towards it was actually ten, or it was on. It was basically twenty yards closer because it came on the other side of the of the tree stand. So it was. <laughs> I was like. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> but I mean, yeah. that's that's hunting for you. Who knows? Like, if I would have sat there, my wind would have. I don't think my wind was blowing that way, but I, you know, I mean, who knows? I would have made a move or something. I was on my phone or something. You know, that's how. Well, I'm that's gonna... that's how my whole turkey season's been. So I mean, when I've taken other people out, I've had great success. But just me going out, like, uh, you know, the one time I had my bow in my hand and he was within gun range, or uh, you know, they come down, but they went the other way. Heck, just the other morning, it was a beautiful day out. I get out there. I don't hear a single gobble on the roost or whatever. I'm pulling out, and in the neighbor's field, like not even a couple hundred yards from where I'm at, there's four turkeys. I mean, they were jakes, but four jakes, two of them strutted out on a hen. Like, they were just hanging out there. So, yeah, it's just hunting. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but I, I definitely, I, I definitely, like, I definitely, I'm gonna bust a fucking gun out if, if shit gets mid mid November, and I get back. Have you uh, looked into getting any more places to hunt? Like, no, I haven't. I haven't. You've been, well, we've been pretty busy. Yeah, uh, I've been pretty busy, and then, um. I didn't want to like commit to a lease or nothing because like, like I said, like once I know from Kansas, like I think I can handle if I, if we do get Kansas, I think I can, I'll be able to handle Corona 
and then um and I, I don't know if we get another spot maybe I can handle another spot like up north Kansas and my property lease right now maybe one more I can think I can handle I but if not if we don't draw Kansas and I hope I hope we do um I will definitely probably reach out for two more new locations but I will not pay I I will not pay you know what I mean? You won't. You won't pay. Like, what do you mean? You won't pay a big amount of money, or you just won't yeah, pay at all? Like, I, I, I'll pay some to lease some, but like, I'm not. No, not yeah. that fucking thirteen acres and fifteen hundred dollars or something. Yeah, like, I won't. Yeah. So I won't pay like that. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm looking to. Uh, I don't know. I got to drive around. If it was like around. a couple people, like me and you, and maybe somebody else, or or just me and you, and a, you know, a couple hundred or whatever, you know. And it's the right yeah. property. Yeah, sure, for sure. But if not, I'll just venture towards more state land or something or something. I don't know. But it really just depends on if we get drawn. So we'll probably know by the end of this month what our routine is. And then maybe I'll shoot one behind my house. I haven't shot one behind my house in like three years. So No, I need to get out and at least get, I'd like to get one more, just one more property, not necessarily – uh, just kind of one, um, I guess I don't need another property. I have two properties. It's just, uh, I would like one more just as an option. Cause some days just the two options I have just wind isn't right. Or, you know, if I don't have confidence in them, I just end up sitting home or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Just right. I also like have another place to hunt. So, yeah. Uh, Rose Lake, you can go up the Rose Lake. I'm not going. I mean, that's a lie. I probably will. I almost smoked a deer out there turkey on, but I don't know. I almost also beat someone up when I was out there turkey hunting too. So I don't know if this I would year? venture out. Yeah, this year. I didn't tell you this. No, I don't know. No, Is it uh, podcast oh, appropriate? Yes, there was okay. no conversation. But I, me and Mike went out. He had one day to turkey hunt. Well, pretty much one day to turkey hunt. So we went out, he's on a lease with me, so we go out to lease, and turkeys come by, but they don't come close enough. So he bought a public land tag, so we go out to Rose Lake, and uh, early in the morning, we don't really get on much, nothing, nothing, so we go to this other spot, and I get a gobble. The turkey comes to like 80 yards, and a, a group of hens end up cutting us off and taking them off. So like, all right, you know, so we went to this other field that I knew there had been turkeys in just based on the previous week. And we literally get set up and I have a big ass pop up blind and we're like on the edge of this field. So it's noticeable. We're not that far off the road. I can see my truck, see someone pull in, you know, I'm joking around like, man, like, I hope they don't come over here. Sure. Shit. They come over and they're in like one dude's dressed up in Michigan state gear. So I already know he's an idiot. <laughs> and then, um, I have uh, another dude's in, like, an orange, like, salmon-colored shirt, whatever, and they're mushroom hunters. So I'm like, okay, you know, like, they've got to see us, right? So as soon as they step in the field, they're, like, 200 yards away. So I, like, kind of call at them to, like, let them know, hey, we're here. Like, we're the people in the big blind with the turkey decoys directly in front of us, you know? They don't even – they look over and, like, just don't even care. They walk down to the field, and then in the middle of this field, there's this little finger of like woods, it's nothing more than maybe like 20, 30 yards wide, but it comes onto the field like 60 yards. So they walk up to that, and now they're like 100 yards away from us, if that. Just walking around in this field looking for mushrooms, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, I was so mad. So I finally like hit the call again, like super aggressively, like, hey, like, you know, get out of here. And then they like finally look over at us and understand like they get the point. But I was – not thrilled not thrilled at all with the situation that's that's why i like like not i hate public land it's just like mm, like one year i did uh sweepy hollow i was out there this was when i was kind of not i wasn't a hunter then i was just going out during season you know what i mean and uh i was walking out here Clunk, clunk, clunk. I was like, oh, here comes a fucking big deer. It's a fucking motherfucker on a horse walking down the trails. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. I was like, what is this? And I was just like, 
how, why is this even legal? Oh yeah, they bring horses down middle of October. And I'm like, oh, oh my yeah, God. I mean, like uh, the guys that we're gonna bring on for turkey hunting, they hunt specifically public land, Ooh. right? And uh, I wouldn't say it's by choice at all. By the way, they just do it because they just don't have anywhere to hunt. And they just love hunting, and so right. they. Um, we'll have to talk to them a little bit about their experience because I'll tell you, they're not good. They have some, they, I won't ruin any of their stories, but they've told me some stories. I'm just like, Oh man, I would have a hard time with that. They hunt out. They hunt out at Rose Lake. I've actually given them some like, Hey, like here's a piece of public land by you and your area that you might be able to want to try. Here's another one like that. You know, it's probably going to be a little less pressured, something like that, you know, um, just to give them some more options because man, they are, they killed a couple uh I think they both killed a buck last year, but yeah, they uh interesting adventures they've got on some public land in Michigan. Well, specifically Rose Lake. So it's so funny. If you hunt at Rose Lake, we're about to either I don't know if we're gonna ruin it, we're not gonna go out any spots, but it's maybe it's we're not helping them. Be, helping them yeah. We're helping them not to have anybody go <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Dude, like Rose Lake, as anybody that thinks about bad experience, like don't get me wrong, there's probably nice deer out there, and like I don't, and like I'm not talking like anybody that hunts it or whatever, but it's just like, dude, like I have heard the worst experiences from that place, and I'm like, what the, I'm like, that's a true definition of like people when they talk about public land or like how they won't go out there during opening day and all that because they'll get shot. That's Rose yeah lake. that's rose lake the place is insane. i didn't have any issues uh it well i i had a really good encounter out there turkey hunting um with those two guys and so we'll kind of tell that story later but like rabbit hunting i never had any big issues i'll go rabbit hunting out there like um i ran into a guy who was uh randomly like cross-country skiing out there but I just grabbed my dog and he, his dog was fine and friendly. So we talked for a minute and then just kind of moved on. Um, I ran into some other people hunting out there, but like we just got Remy and we walked it somewhere else. You know, we went to a different spot. Uh, so rabbit hunting wasn't fine or wasn't bad. Um, but I'll tell you there, it was definitely different turkey hunting. There was a lot more pressure than I anticipated that's for sure and then uh yeah you ran into the mushroom hunters were the ones that i was like this can't be this isn't really going on right <laughs> this now. is not real life uh, right now so but then they're talking to these guys that i took out turkey hunting it sounds like it's it's a madhouse out there even during bow season like it's just crazy out there somebody literally got murdered there and I'm yeah, not I lying. I don't mean to laugh. It's just because That's... of the way you said it. Uh, <laughs> I'm so, sorry. Like, I, it's not funny, but I'm just saying, like, it's like uh, this is a true story. Yes. Like, if you go out to, so if you go out to Rose Lake uh, in Langsburg, Michigan, you will see there will be signs up of this individual who I don't know a lot of the story. Um, it was opening day gun season in like 2016 or something like that. And yeah. he didn't come home. They went out where he normally hunts and they found him dead. He'd been shot, but somebody had taken all of his shit. Yeah. Took, right? took his backpack and gun, I think. Right. Yeah. But to this day, nobody has any idea who did it. That's so fucked up. This shit, shit happens too. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like, shit, I mean, I don't know if somebody panicked, but when you're taking somebody's shit, there's probably was like a confrontation and yeah, that would be my guess. I, I'll be honest. I, I went out there bow hunting this year during the week. It wasn't bad. I didn't run into anyone else, but I don't, I would, I, I mean, this is me personally. Like some people I talk to, like when I want them to go ice fishing out in the Saginaw river, they're like, I'll never do that. You know, I won't do that. I'll tell you, I will never venture out on Rose Lake opening day of gun season um there is a zero percent chance that's gonna Dude, happen sleepy hollow is the same way i mean i'm not trying to fuck man i'm not trying to smash everything right now because i don't like that but it was i'm just i don't know maybe it's a fucking what's it called a psa was it is it 
public service public service announcement yeah 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 like dude it it, you could literally tell where the deer were running through the woods because they were running and it was like somebody would be like and then all of a sudden somebody else would just start being that if that deer did die it probably had nine ten bolts in it there's no way i'm like what the hell oh dude it was it was so scary it was and i was like like i said i wasn't a hunter then i was just going out and participating in opening day and all that you know i was young and uh and i was just like holy shit and that like put the most sour taste in my mouth ever i'm like dude what and and that's a shitty thing too because i only thought about you know when i was that age i was just like wow you just gun hunt you know what i mean bow hunting wasn't really yeah it wasn't thing crossbows weren't legal then either and i mean whatever if you want to use one of them but like bow hunting was like why and then like i was just like it so it made me definitely not like bow hunting even though i never even tried it because i just had that like oh bow hunting's got to be the same thing and and bow bow hunting might be totally different because it could be just like maybe fucking five ten guys out there you know in that in that same area but opening day there's 30 per square mile you know what i mean so yeah, I don't know. I mean, I tell you, based on what I've been told about Rose Lake bow hunting, is still just as bad. But I've never, I've only, I've only bow hunted it a couple of times. I do know. I mean, my opening day of gun season on public land. This is a different public land. I'm not really gonna rat it out as far as uh, it being negative. I had a negative experience, but I know the people that hunt out there, and they shoot and they have shot some really nice deer, whether it be with a bow or a gun, on public land out there. Um, just happened that the year I went up there, you know, we only killed a handful of does, but yeah, I went out and, uh, oh, I had burp. Um, I had, uh, I was younger ish. I was like, well, I think maybe 20, 21, somewhere in there. And, uh, did, hadn't taken my tree stand out the day before or anything like that. Hadn't really been out there and we got in there late. So they just kind of told me an area and I sat down like in a bush, like with a chair, um, to you know just for the morning hunt and then in the afternoon i was going to go out and kind of find a new spot well i get out there pretty early and then about 20 minutes later a guy walks by me which wasn't really a big deal like i expected to run into other hunters but like he walks past me i flash my light at him he looks like he walks like five yards from me looks at me and then he turns and he proceeds to walk another 20 yards and sets up his climber like four feet off the ground. <laughs> and I was like, what? And then, yeah, he ended up shooting a deer. I, I didn't see I, didn't see anything the entire time I was there. I got a similar story, too. Uh, this is out at Sleepy Hollow. Um, sorry. Um, what the hell is going on? Oh, my, my phone. Um, uh, oh, shit. Oh, okay. So I'm in the tree stand. We get out there like, I don't know, 45 minutes before light or something like that. We're out there. Just, you know, that, you know, that like crackle light, like you can start to, you can basically see everything, but it's still, there's a lot of shadows. So yeah, like, you, you're not going to really shoot at anything unless no, it's like on top of you. No, that, that's what time it is. And then. I see a car pull or whatever truck or van pull up where I was at or like where our stuff was at. I was like, okay. And then he gets out. I'm like, all right. And he proceeds to walk on. I watch him for 200 and some yards walk right towards me. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and he goes right to my tree stand. And then he goes, looks up and goes, good luck. Like, he knew I was there the whole time and then just kept on going. I'm like, because <laughs> he must have had a preset stand or something, but he knew this tree stand was there. And, like, and like I didn't He make, was going to go sit in it. I didn't make no noise or nothing because I was kind of newer. So I was like, oh, I'll just let the guy do his thing, I guess. And he didn't make nothing. And he looks right up at me and then just says, good luck. I'm like, so you knew this fucking tree was here. This tree stand was here and you came all the way to it and then kept walking. I was like, you dirty son of a... Well, I mean, at least he didn't, like, sit on top of you, though. I mean, he kept moving. 
uh, yeah, but it fucking already spooked everything away from fucking me. But uh, yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I, I like I said, we've talked before, and I think this is the second time we've ba- I bashed public land. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't mind it. I had, I think this year opened my eyes. I I have a much better opinion of it than I did before. Um, especially with like rabbit hunting and then my experience with turkey hunting outside of the mushroom hunters, my experience with turkey hunting is, was really positive. Um, so I would say my, uh, I don't know, optimism or like my ability to say, you know, maybe I'll go hunt at, you know, Rose Lake today is different than it was six months ago when we first talked, but you know, I'm not gonna lie to you and so like i'll be honest if i'm gonna deer hunt i think i would i would shy away from rose lake there's just apparently everybody that lives in lansing ventures to rose lake uh and there's like four other state game areas or state lands in the area um so i would me personally i just i don't know that i would i think that they do a lot of really good things i mean the state if you've ever ventured out, so I didn't venture out to, I only went out to one other state land and uh, rabbit hunted. Um, so I didn't venture out on it as much as I did at Rose Lake. But Rose Lake does a lot of really good things for wildlife. Like they have so many food plots planted in there. Like it's insane. Like they have your basic crop fields that they have planted, but like it's, it's not uncommon to walk around and find like multiple food plots, whether it's like clover. I mean, I found a giant like Milo field, standing Milo field. There's a couple of those. Um, We found one field that they had planted turnips in. Um, They actually just did some prescribed burns out there to like help uh, re regeneration of like underbrush and stuff like Mm -hmm. that for the pheasants. Um, they have specific areas for like pheasants and stuff like that, like to help, I guess, with that pheasant habitat. So they do a lot of really good things out there, and I'm, I would like to see it at other state state land areas. But the people out there, just yeah. by non politically correct way, are absolute morons. Yeah, like especially like just with a little bit of common sense i mean there's a parking lot every like 200 yards so it's really hard to get away like and there's it's not real deep but you can't really walk in too deep into rose lake um but like there it's like thirteen thousand acres you know so if people just use a little bit of common sense but like some of the dumb things you see for example like if you really wanted a tree stand you could walk out to rose lake and literally just snatch up I don't know. A hundred right now. Yeah. And you're technically not supposed to leave tree stands up on state land after a certain time in January. I think it's like right? 30 like, days yeah, you, after season closes. Yeah. Like, you know, it's it's the equivalent to like a speeding ticket, right? You know, like you probably shouldn't do it, but we all do it. Like, you know, I get it. But they're also the same ones that like if I take my uh, XOP stand and beat them in there and get set up, they want to yell at you because you're in their spot. Right. You know, and the bigger issue, though, is, is the safety issue. Like, oh, yeah. they're also the same people that go up that tree stand every year and don't change it and then are amazed when they just busted their back because they fell out of their tree stand because their straps broke, you know? Like, right. I don't know. It's just the, the people out there, the stories... And I'm going to, I know we, we haven't really talked to Spencer and the Public Land Prowler crew, crew about it. They don't hunt out of Rose Lake that I know of. Um, no, so I, I'm pretty sure last time Spencer was, not, I don't want to say put and say Spencer was doing stuff, but he did, I think he did mention Rose Lake like as like, like it was heavily pressured area, but yeah, or maybe it was somewhere else. It was, I think it was Rose Lake, but yeah, it's just like. Yeah. It's just a bad, and that's the shitty thing about it, because not all public land has that, uh, shouldn't have that stigmatism, but it does because of that, of areas like that. And I'm not saying everybody that hunts there is, you know, 
as a bad hunter or whatever and that does that but it's just like that stigmatism really really uh, there's a there, i guess in my experience and i i have never dealt with this in any of the other states i've hunted my experience on public land is there is at least in michigan and again, these are mostly at Rose Lake. Is there's a large lack of common sense, right? All right. Like for me, if I if I'm gonna scout public land, like for turkey season, this is how I scouted public land. I didn't scout one set of birds. I didn't scout one spot. So I scouted multiple spots and multiple areas because I knew if I showed up in the morning and there was a car there, I didn't want to have to scramble around and go try and find another set of birds. So I did multiple spots. So I had my number one spot, number two, number three. And when I went out there, number one spot, didn't have anyone there, It did, but it didn't work out. Like the bird, I'm not really sure what happened. So, you know, driving around, there was some pressure there, but I wasn't going to pull in. Like if I seen a car there, I wasn't going to stop and pull in and hunt that spot, you know, because ultimately – could I have probably gotten on a turkey? Yeah. But I there's also a good chance that I'm probably going to ruin somebody else's hunt, which if that were me, I would be pissed. Or two, like, there's going to be a confrontation, you know, because if I'm those guys and I walk up on them, like, I'm going to be like, what are you doing? Right. You know? So that there, that common sense doesn't necessarily seem to be there. Um, whereas, uh, like, you know, you get walked up on all the time and then you have places like Rose Lake and Sleepy Hollow that allow not I mean they allow more than hunting and I don't want to say that we should limit them to hunting but like having people on nature walks in the middle of October and November is just it is insane to me like it's it does it's not safe it's not safe it's only going to cause issues and like there's a lot of people that do. I mean, even when I was out turkey hunting, there was one full parking lot. And thankfully, I knew that this area is not really designated for walking. But I knew that based on past experiences, a lot of people had walked, like walked down these trails to just walk. So I didn't even venture into that area. But uh, like there was like 15 cars parked there of people just kind of like walking around and i was like like it's just crazy to me like when i go to other states like you just don't see that no. like you don't see designated like you don't see like people just riding their horses or reward just going on a nature walk in these like public lands in the middle of hunting season right and then uh, one time uh i was up up in public land up north in public land and uh i'm i hunt like a landlocked public spot like it's not landlocked but like if you would come from the other side you would have to like go through like five miles to come from the back side so it's like basically landlocked where i'm hunting at well the you know the neighbors will come and hey whatever they're hillbillies they live up there and all that you know but Oh, one time I seen a guy, I don't know if I ever told you this, but, uh, I seen, well, okay. I see something moving in my, it's gun season. I see something moving in my scope or see something moving and it's about a hundred yards away. I'm like, what the hell? And this is totally public land and I'm all that. I'm like, what? And then I pull up my, my sight through my gun and I'm looking at, I'm like, what is that? And then all of a sudden I finally see a guy turn around. And there's a dude with the brown Carhartt, brown coverall Carhartt with a brown beanie on in middle of gun season on public land, picking up wood. And uh, he's like hauling it back to his house. It must be burning or for something. I don't know. But I was like, are you, what? <laughs> what in your, like, just That's like. That's a good way to get that. That is a good way. Like, luckily, I didn't, you know. I would never take, you know, I, I'm then I was pretty picky on what I was shooting, no matter what. <laughs> but like some people, fuck man, either a little bit dusk or something going on, they'll do, they'll shoot at anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
grounds down. Yeah. So you gotta be careful on that. But yeah, I uh I will always venture away from public land during gun season in Michigan. Yeah. Uh it cracks me up so hard to listen to not listen, but like get on Facebook and I follow a bunch of different states and uh listening to them be like, Oh yeah, that that public land is way over pressured. There's too many people there and this or that and then I go out there and I'm like what are you guys talking about? Like, yeah, there's people here, but it's nothing, nothing no. compared to what I'm dealing with back home. No, they literally 30 hunters per, not, not even a thousand square yard, uh, you know, or a thousand square yards. You know what I mean? Like you could just, it's like a pumpkin patch out there. <laughs> yeah. Like you can go like every, hundred yards maybe on public land opening day gun season you're gonna run into some yeah and but i mean if that's tradition with other people good good for them but all right well i mean i don't want to bash on public land and all that this whole episode but so so well like we've kind of limited our bashing now to like just rose lake (laughs) so so maybe the people that hunt there are probably going to be like, you know what? Maybe this isn't a bad podcast. Like they talk about how terrible it is out here. And now people will uh, stop hunting out here, but who knows? I mean, I hunt public land on opening day of gun season, but like I said, I was, in, I'm in a landlocked area. And like, if I run in somebody that's not my neighbor on opening day, and I usually don't run into anybody like, I, I've been hunting up there, let's see, since I was, like, 18. Never missed an opening day. And I have seen one person out of that time, and it wasn't even, um, it was a, a it was somebody from, like, a landlocked area, or, I mean, a neighbor, but it was, he was pretty far away. And I was just like, and he was, like, coming down the trail. I was like, what the hell? And I, I like I like asked him if he was lost. He was like, well, kinda, but I'm. And he's like, I know where I'm going. So, so it's been like, yeah, almost 15 years, and I've never seen somebody up there on public land, and I've never seen a deer over 110 inches in public up there too. So, <laughs> there's a good, there's a good thing, you know. Yeah, I guess maybe yeah, most people I don't venture out there, so. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'm sure I'll try it this year. I guess it depends. If I get another place to a uh, private land, I probably won't, but no, I want, I'm also looking for something that's a little bit more flexible and like being able to, uh, like take a buddy out, I guess. Like I love that part of hunting, but like nothing against, you know, the place I hunt at, but I can't really take, I can't take other people out to the lease. Right. Like, so if you and I want to hunt together, I can't be like, yeah, you know, just come, you know, meet up with me. We'll go out here. Um, you know, I can't take people out to, to Mike's property because, you know, like there's already a bunch of people out there and it's, it's not my property. Right. So like, I I just want to find a place where like, you know, Hey, you know, what are you doing on Tuesday? You know, like they're not going to come out there all the time, but you know, like, especially for newer hunters, you know, getting them out there, you know, like, well, why don't you come try my place one day or something like that? especially during turkey season too like it's it's nice to do that so i don't know that's just kind of what i'm going to be looking for when i try to find another place to hunt yeah maybe we can start our own uh what's that called called when you start like a hunt club is it just called the hunt club i think so where you try to get a bunch of landowners in the area to get together and then allow so many people to hunt it yeah yeah no that seems like too much work to me yeah, not to mention you're gonna have a hard time finding yeah. enough land just to like go in on it like that. I don't know. Like how it works, like you get a I don't know, we'll say a thousand acres like all together of uh, landowners, and then everyone pays a certain amount, and then there's a bunch of rules and stuff, mm-hmm. and you can hunt essentially anybody's property. Yeah, uh, that'd be tough, especially yeah. when everything is broken up in like fifty acre parcels around here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I would love to find like oh a like a small like a like a twenty acre parcel, like some small ones, like twenty acres and then below, 
just these like honey holes like by subdivisions and stuff like not on subdivision but you know what i mean yeah. some of these urban deer like that you know you know like seek one stuff yeah so no i don't know hopefully one day i'll buy one but i don't know if you've seen you see how much land prices are right now oh my no way there's no if you want 10 and an acre you yeah dude and it's impossible i see a commercial spot this is in owasso actually i don't even care i'll tell you what's that you know where aaron's is at on 21 yep. what is it aaron and i don't know what's next to aaron's like big boys out that is yeah i'm not sure but and that little there's like a seven acre section right there and they want seven hundred thousand yeah. dollars for it yeah but there's a lot of development going on right there all that you know they just brought McAllister. Seven hundred thousand dollars, dude. It's crazy. You know, you know how much uh, the Perry KFC plot was. That was five. No. That was five hundred thousand dollars. No chance, dude. It's just a, that's commercial though. But yeah, yeah. Real, real estate right now is just insane, dude. And it's, I, like, I, if you don't have a multi-generation farm farm going already right now there's no way you could make it being a farmer like the price of everything no, yeah. is so expensive like you are going through the roof yeah you would if you want to make a million dollars and or get a million dollars in your bank account right now to be a farmer you got to start with 10 million dollars yeah and you're gonna lose that 10 million dollars to have that one million dollars no i'm hoping that in the next five or so years Lindsay and i have enough money to put away to buy you know 10 20 acres and you know build on it but i don't know man if not for ten thousand an acre i'll tell you that much. no fuck no like you gotta get like the roughest fucking no topsoil land just all pine trees <laughs> something just alkaline soil just well, like, so I know <clears throat> this is crazy. So I know out in uh, Morris, right? A guy, he bought 160 acres <clears throat> and a house with a pole barn on it for 300 grand. I don't know, like six, seven years ago. And um, he sold the house. I'm not sure how much he sold the house for. He's trying to sell 20 acres of that 160 right now for 200 grand. Jesus Christ. So then he would still have 140 acres to farm and make money on it farming, but he'd literally have essentially 140 acres that he got for free. Cause I'm sure the house sold for more than a hundred grand. And if he gets 200 grand out of that 20 yeah. acres, even my, you know, my house was like my, uh, we bought our house for one fifteen, I think. And it, it like the, I think the, was it the Zillow estimate or whatever it says, you know, and it doesn't know all the work I put in the house, you know, new appliances, new HVAC and all this and, and all the stuff I've remodeled. It doesn't know. It, it was like 280. I was like, what? Yeah. It's been it's five years. And I'm like, what the fuck? But the problem is with that is if you sell your house now and the houses that you're looking for 255 years ago are worth, five hundred thousand dollars i'm like fuck you're in the same spot and then i don't know the, wait till the market crash and all that you know something's gonna happen i think it's gonna be too expensive for these farmers that's why like you know i don't have nothing wrong with these big time farmers like i, I don't want to name all their names but like they come in and, like no one wanted remember when no one wanted 20 30 acre farms anymore they're like, yeah. no one wanted them because they're like, hey, if it ain't a hunter, I ain't get a farm it. Well, these big places comes in, you know, like, I'm not going to say their name, but let's just say, let's just call them Bunts Farms, uh, um, comes in and then they buy up fucking 30, 40 of these 30 acre lots. Now they're making killer money because they have all this land now they're just do all these microplot now you can't get these small little acres anymore so like all the 30 or below farmland or whatever are gone and then it leaves the people that want to sell their 200 acre farms for seven hundred thousand dollars you're gonna go and and if you don't get a real or what is it called zone whatever to make it to potentially build on it you have to come up with 20 percent down 
for agriculture. Who the hell has fucking 140 grand laying around? But I mean, I don't, but. Yeah, no. Yeah, I don't know. The plan for uh, Lindsay and I is to save up a bunch of money, buy the land, and then do the uh, get the house, yeah. build the house, I guess. But we'll, who knows? Uh, Could win the lottery. Well, if that's the case, then, yeah, I'll get all, all I need. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, I guess we can kind of cut it right there. I mean... I mean, is there anything you really want to say before we take another little break? I know, I like I said, I apologize to everybody for this time, you know, taking a break. But everybody has to understand, you know, we're busy and <clears throat> we're just trying to grow our life. And we're tr- we're trying to grow the brand, but, you know, in this off season, it's really difficult. And... Yeah. No, I mean, uh, I think we have, a, like I said, the turkey hunts that we are going to share, I think, will be pretty cool. We actually got yours on film. It was pretty quick, but ultimately it was on film. And then... Uh, a little out of focus, but who, who cares? Yeah. We, uh, we'll have a couple of first-time turkey hunters on that I've already got lined up, so we just got to wait for you to come back from Wyoming. And hopefully you'll have a sweet Wyoming story. I always and have then, a sweet Wyoming story. I don't care. Yeah. I, you, you, know, I you know what's funny? I've never really talked about Wyoming on the podcast. Like, I mean, like, I've talked about it, you know what I mean? But I never, like, talked yeah. about my whole trip. That's funny. But uh, then we have Total Archery Challenge. Don't forget about that. That's coming up soon. Yep. So, I mean, we have a little bit of things coming up, and then, you know, we'll have some fun ideas that hopefully we'll try to pass around and see, make these uh, podcasts a little interesting and maybe people want to come and talk to us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah, I'll see you guys later.